May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. They came to the place that is called the skull. When one gets up close to a coronation ceremony, as beautiful and dramatic they are, uh, sometimes you can see things that went wrong. Uh, For instance, if you were around at Queen Victoria's coronation, then you would see that the Archbishop of Canterbury forced the uh, ring, one of the rings, the ceremonial rings, onto the wrong finger. It should have gone onto her little finger, and he forced it onto the other finger, and so much so that she uh, had to sit for some time with her hand in cold water for the swelling to move down to get the, 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 uh, the ring off her finger. I think the ring was called the, the Wedding Ring of England, and he forced it onto the wrong finger. There's an incident where one of the peers of the realm, up close to the throne, when the moment came to put on his coronet, out fell uh, a packet of sweets and some throat lozenges and tipped all across the floor, much to the archbishop's shock and horror. There's also the very famous moment, and George VI records this uh, in his diary. George VI was uh, crowned on uh, May the 12th, 1937, And uh, the nation threw everything they had at that coronation, because that should have been the coronation of Edward VIII, who abdicated. So it was a very, very grand affair. But George VI wrote in his diary that he wasn't too sure whether the archbishop had crowned him with the crown back to front. Because the archbishop had put uh, on the front of the crown a small red thread of cotton underneath one of the jewels. And if you go on to a well-known uh, internet site that shows videos, I'm not there because it may be advertising, I'm not sure, uh, it's, sort of, it's like a U thing and it's sort of a tube-shaped thing. And see some of the old newsreels. You will see the Archbishop of Canterbury, Cosmo Lang, normally very, very, very dignified, fumbling with the crown, and he's turning it round and round and round. And if you didn't know this story of the of the of the red thread, you'd think, what is he doing? He was looking for the red thread, and he himself said he wasn't sure whether he'd got it the right way round or not. One person who observed that uh, later on in the cinema newsreel wrote to the Archbishop and said it was so wonderful to see you blessing the four corners of the crown (laughs) we are very adept at making something wonderful of a liturgical faux pas watch closely when you get up close to these ceremonies you see some of the fine detail. We are today up close to a coronation ceremony. And this, in our Gospel reading, is probably the strangest coronation ceremony you have ever seen. The cross of Christ is the throne of God. Here we find ourselves at the place of the skull, Golgotha, a hill that looked like a skull. The crowd, ironically, read about his kingship, mockingly done by the sign, this is the king of the Jews, in Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, for all to see 
and all to understand. As we stand on the brink of Advent and prepare to think about the four last things, death, judgment, heaven and hell, these have been the traditional themes for Advent meditation. Let us get up close to this coronation ceremony at the place of the skull. St. Luke's narrative of the crucifixion does not give us details of the mechanics of Christ's grisly death, the nails, the blood, but he lets us hear the voices, the conversations, the interactions, and for that reason we find it quite a chilling moment. We get up close to the conversations of the cross the reactions to Jesus and Jesus' reactions to those around him. Here is Jesus, even at his most vulnerable. We see the resilience and the tenacity of God's love in action. We hear the voices taunting him to save himself when here was the very act of redemption which would be their way to freedom. You have saved others, now save yourself. Perhaps we do not like to stand too close or too many times at the cross because the place of the skull is a grim reminder of our own frailty and our own mortality. The first criminal said to Jesus, are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. Surely this is a prayer indeed, and a prayer that many people tell when they are in deep, deep pain. Jesus, show yourself as the Messiah and save me. It may be good to spend some time in what we affectionately know as the prayer corner as you enter into the cathedral, and you will see there a painting, Christ over Sheffield. Interesting addition to the treasures of the cathedral, and you may not like the type of painting it is. Some people say it looks somewhat Lowry-esque. It was certainly painted in the late 1950s, so there is something of the Lowry-esqueness about it. Here is Christ, raised high above Sheffield, and behind him, you can see Sheffield spread around up to the horizon. Some people do not like the image. And one person said to me, I do not like to see a dead Jesus in church. There is something to think about. Here is Christ the King. Here is our King, the suffering servant. It's made all the more dramatic when we read of Paul's response as he writes to the Colossian church. Here is Jesus, the crucified Saviour, risen and ascended, but yet gone through the crucifixion. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. In him all things in heaven and earth were created. And here he is, at the place of the skull. All things visible and invisible 
whether thrones or dominions, or rulers or powers. All things have been created through him and for him, and here he is at the place of the skull. And in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, at the place of the skull. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, at the place of the skull. And through him God was pleased to reconcile himself all things at the place of the skull, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross at the place of the skull. These are the jewels of Christ's coronation and his crown, forgiveness and compassion. The cross is the place of God's grace. The cross is the place of God's mercy. When we, like that criminal, hang on the cross of our sufferings, whatever they may be, and we turn to look for help from God, when our suffering is great and we wonder where God is at that time, we turn and we see Jesus bearing with us our pain and experience. He speaks words of compassion and hope. In the midst of our pain and suffering, Jesus speaks. Whatever the nails of suffering we bear, Christ bears it with us. When all our prayer can be is, remember me. Today you will be with me in paradise is our hope and long promise. The criminal recognized the kingship and the kingdom which transcended his own experience of suffering. On this throne, Christ identifies himself with the poor, the oppressed, and the marginalized. At Jesus' post-resurrection appearances, he doesn't raise the dead. He doesn't turn water into wine. He doesn't heal the sick to prove himself. It says in the Gospels, he showed them his hands and his side. These are our king's royal regalia. At the very heart of the kingdom of God is the Lamb of God. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain. At the very heart of God is Christ and his suffering and our suffering, the place of the skull. On this feast of Christ the King, let us offer up our worship and crown him with many crowns. But remember, it is a head which bore the thorns on which we place the crown of our worship. When we offer him the orb and scepter of authority over our lives, and ask him to rule over us, 
It is the nail-scarred hands into which we give those things. When we clothe him with the royal robes, let us remember it is on the stripe-marked back that it will rest. And when we rise and follow our king into his kingdom, we put our feet into the footsteps of his scarred feet. And round his pierced feet, fair flowers of paradise extend, their fragrance ever sweet. So when our time comes to be at the place of the skull in our life's experience, we find a king who shares our pain and shows us his hands and his side. This is our king, full of forgiveness and compassion. And when our only prayer is, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, let us take hope, for the answer is, today you will be with me. Amen.